Purgatory, and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season four, episode four, Future Tense. Girl, this is <laughs> my this, this is my favorite episode of season four. I love this episode. <laughs> I know. I think it's fine too. I'm like when you run through them all in your head, I'm like, is there a better one than this? It's so good. So. I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one was written by Gina Fattore and it was directed by Michael Lang. Um, if you haven't listened to our Gina Fattore interview, I do t- discuss this uh, episode <laughs> with her um, because it, like I said, it is my favorite. Um, so uh, this one originally aired on October 25th, 2000. Um, the description from Wikipedia, everybody starts to think about their future and their higher education options. Joey is concerned about Pacey not having grades good enough to get into college and gets drunk to forget her worries. That's, that's, that's a rewrite. Um, yeah. Drew makes everybody think it's Jen's birthday so he can have a party to get to know more people. Andy takes over Jack's applications and drives him crazy with her obsessive behavior. Gretchen applies for a job as a bartender at the Leary's restaurant and appears reluctant to admit her reason for not going back to college. That's it. That's the whole description. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a little off. Um, My History's Mysteries. On October 23rd, 2000, Madeleine Albright holds talks Mm. with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-il. Hmm. Um, I think that was a big deal. Uh, October 26, 2000, Pakistani authorities announced they have that their police have found an apparently ancient mummy of a Persian princess in the province of Balochistan. Iran, oh. pa- Iran, Pakistan, and the Taliban all claim the mummy until oh. Pakistan announces it is a modern day fake on April 17, 2001. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. I read that and I was like, what a great tale. Please, somebody make a movie out of that. I would watch it. Um, October 26, 2000, again, with great a heavy heart, I must announce that the New York Yankees meet, defeat the New York Mets 4-2 to two in the fifth game oh, of the wow. World Series to win the first Subway Series since 1956. The series win was the Yankees third in a row <laughs> what a t- what a horrible time it was for the rest of us and 26th overall if it's i haven't made it clear oh, wow. i fucking hate the new york yankees um <laughs> hopefully that's the last time i have to announce that, that must have I, been fun if you like lived in new york yankees. that was probably fine yeah the subway series i mean yeah, I, or just I, like, I, yeah. yeah i lived in the bay area when there was what a, do they call it the um in the bay they call it uh the um what was it called the battle of the bay because here in la it's the the freeway series (laughs) yeah that's what they call call it the battle of the bay um i don't know i'm gonna i'm i think it's the battle of the bay um it could be like the bridge series 
<laughs> so I'm not sure. Um, anyway, the number one movie um, for the final week is Meet the Parents. <laughs> meet the parents became <laughs> meet the parents became the first film since the sixth sense to top the box office for four consecutive weekends so oh yeah um okay and, and uh the number one song maintaining at number one is our gal christina with come on over baby yes number two yes. maintaining madonna's music number three okay. unfortunately maintaining is with arms wide open by creed oh my god and so yeah so number four is our first new one um by it's a song that i did like when it came out but since this band has mm-hmm. been associated with uh, a particular um administration that i don't want to talk about anymore um and this one is the number four song is kryptonite by three doors down that was like the song of my senior year. It was you could not escape it. <laughs> you could not escape it. I that song actually I have this very distinct memory of listening to it. It was on the radio as I was leaving my high school after my graduation. And like so I have this like oh, weird shit. memory associated wow. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I like wish uh-huh. wasn't associated yeah, yeah, yeah. with it, but it is. <laughs> <sighs> totally. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, why? Anyway, um, before we jump yeah. in, I want to say that it's been a week since the inauguration of President Joe Biden and of more, most importantly, Vice President Kamala Harris from our great state of California. Um, and I wanted to say yeah, like a I, second gentleman. It's very exciting. I, who I is the cutest. He's so I sweet. I love him. We're normalizing stepmoms. It's fucking amazing. I mean, l- let's go. That yeah. said, there's a fuck ton of work still to be done. We are not mm-hmm. out of any kind of woods, but um, I, this week, have started actually sleeping through the night for the first time in four years. I honestly have not slept through the night at all in four years, and um, mm-hmm. it's it feels it's like a weight <laughs> lifted. <laughs> there's like, my my stress <laughs> level is... is um, there was a layer of stress taken off. It's not that there's not still stress. Obviously we're still in many disasters, but, um, Mm -hmm. but it's taken off right now at least. Yeah, no, seriously. It is nice to have one less thing to worry about. Yes. Very nice to have one less (laughs) thing to worry about. So, um, okay. So to start this off, like I said, this is my favorite episode of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, Well, of season four. I mean, sorry, of season four. And the reason for that is that it involves my favorite character, um, which is Drunk Joey. Um, And this is my favorite Dawson's Creek character. We love Drunk Joey. (laughs) She's my favorite character (laughs) on Dawson's Creek. I love her. Um, (laughs) She will make a comeback at some point. And I can't wait until that Mm -hmm. happens. Mm hmm. We've already met her before, and she was awesome in yeah, season one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, Drunk Joey, my queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Drunk Joey, yes. Drunk Joey is a delight um, and is sassy pants in a way that I appreciate and love. And <laughs> I'm just here for it 100%. I know. She's so good in this episode. <laughs> Drunk Joey. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so we open, Aaron, in Joey's room. 
Yes. And her and Pacey are studying and Pacey's super bored and he's just fucking over it. And he starts rambling about 1984 and like, yeah, he's like, it was just like a weird thing to like have to listen to in in this year and day when everyone is misquote. I like a beg of you, please reread it if you haven't (laughs) read it in a while and really understand what you're saying when you call something Orwellian. There is an actual definition that seems like a lot. I know. Don't know. I completely agree with you. It was like weird to, um, yes, to yeah. be brought back into a conversation about it from a different time, but like, I, it fucked in my head. I'm not gonna lie. Because well, he's like, it, Pacey is not being a, a, a shitty person about it. He's just like, the the future in the book's already the past. Why do I gotta read this book? <laughs> exactly. He's like a typical high school. Okay. Uh, 1984 passed when I was one years old. Why are we reading this? You know, yeah, like yeah. I don't it's need like to an do argument that. that teenagers have. <laughs> exactly. And like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, whatever, like these people in the fifties were all worried about the future. And when it got here, it turned out it was okay. And I was like, yeah, wait a decade, Pacey. It turns out they were actually, right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I get your point so, but- in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so he goes to move like a pillow or something, and he finds like a giant stack of college pamphlets. Yeah, and he's like, "What is this?" Also, and Joey lies. Do they still send those, or do they just email you now, or do they still send those big packets? I don't know. Somebody that for us, <laughs> please. If you are someone who has recently gone to college or is about to go to college, email us at Dawson's Critique at gmail.com because, like, I'm very curious if they still send those huge packets to you anymore. Well, I did this special program where I took the SATs in junior high. Mm. So I got them from the time I was in junior high oh, until wild. my senior year. And, it, like, yes, <laughs> just like the amount of paper that is like fucks with my um, (laughs) earth loving brain (laughs) I'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah yeah and the amount of postage it is I'm like I mean that's not cheap that's not a cheap thing to do um so Joey's like kind of awkward about the fact that she has all these college things and she's like so you can see even though they've already had this kind of conversation about like their paths being different they still aren't in a good place about communicating about it right you know like Pacey knows he's not going to college. He doesn't know how to talk to Joey about it. And Joey doesn't know how to talk about her future with Pacey, you know? And she immediately leads into lying. She's like, oh, they're nothing. They're nothing. It's just junk mail. And he's like, come on, you get junk mail from Princeton? And then, like, Joey's like, well, you know, it just comes from all over. And, like, I'm not going to go to these places, most of these places. And, you know, Pacey's like, yeah, but, like, it's going to happen. Like, you're going somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. And she's like, well, not right now. Exactly. And then she like sits on his lap and then she gets super meta, meta. about the future oh, look, of the show. I have it's 10 a.m. So I don't have a bourbon glass, but I have a coffee mug <laughs> for my meta bell today. <laughs> a USC coffee mug, which I'm really unhappy about. But um, she walks over. Yeah. And she's like, you know, oh, I'll just go to one of those fictional colleges, like on those lame high school TV shows that go on for way too long. And just in time to save the franchise, it turns out there's a world class university right around the corner where all the principal characters are accepted. Um, Aaron, I have a question. Do you think the writers had some anxiety about season five? (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> also, yes. shout, shout out to California University of 90210 and yeah. of UC Sunnydale Yeah, uh, for Buffy. <laughs> I think it's also called California University in um, Grown-ish. Oh, <laughs> Which I, oh yeah. When I, when I watched that show, I was like, oh, that's so 90210. <laughs> yeah, and in Legally Blonde, it's C-U-L-A instead of UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah then they make out and it's super cute yeah. like you know yeah totally and like then we get this when we go to jen we get this like punky music cue um and it's not important but it's just like it's very punk rock and like yeah we have this like montage of all our characters like talking to this guidance counselor about their college yeah, plans college advisor yeah college advisor yeah sorry and like jen's like behind <laughs> on filling out stuff <laughs> and is getting shit for it so is Jack also yes. shit for it. He's just kind of like leaning into football. He's like, I don't know, senior year, it's kind of like play, po- play football. And Andy is like already done. She's like, I'm yeah. so glad I did early action. Is there anything else I can do? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. and like she's being totally Andy. And like, you know, Joey and Jen are in the same boat where they kind of like have these anxieties about like, well, how do you decide where you want to go? Like, I don't, I'm like kind of crippled with that, you know? Yeah. The difference is obviously Joey's like, I can't just afford to apply to any school that I want to, you know, and Make you're like, he's free for the love of God. You're like, OK, so wait, you're telling me Capeside High has a scholarship program to send a kid to Paris, but they don't have a scholarship program to apply to colleges to, pay to apply to colleges. Also make college applications free. Um, And so like yeah. and she's like, you know. Uh, but that was a, that's a real concern because there were no, like I, completely I mean, know. when yeah, we were kids, yeah, yeah. there were like 40 bucks a pop or something. Well, you, yeah, and I think it, they've changed it to where you could you just paid for the UC system and right. not the individual ones. Right. And you paid for the Cal State system. But now you pay individually for them. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Dawson then Dawson's like, everyone assumes I'm going to film school. But like, I don't really know if that's what I actually want to do. And. Yeah, and you kind of like, I was like, well, I wish they continued this storyline that they had started in season three of like Dawson kind of like questioning whether he wants to just be the sole identity film nerd, you know, and you can kind of see he's having this anxiety about it. Like, this is what I thought I always wanted to do and blah, blah, blah. Now I don't know. And like, that is so authentic. Absolutely. You know, to this time in your life. And it would be like more of a like. Uh, it would be a more interesting, compelling like storyline for Dawson in terms of his characterization and like yeah. the way we could like sympathize with him, you know? Yeah, totally. And like Pacey then is like, my aptitude test says that I'm suited for a career in law enforcement. Like, who wrote that? <laughs> That's yeah. wrong. <laughs> so basically, all of these teenagers are freaking out in a myriad of different yeah. ways. And absolutely. And really, what they're all sick of is being asked where they see themselves in five years. And I say to yeah. that, absolutely, what a dumb question. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> First of all, you're only locked be in a goddamn house, apparently. <laughs> Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. And so then we get into like the meat of this scene and Joey's mm-hmm. like actually like I'm going to be the first in my family to apply to college yeah and the college advisor was like oh that's amazing that actually could totally help you you right. know and she's like and also I just want to let you know you're fourth in the class yeah so right so Joey's number four and the counselor's like that's you can probably get into almost any school in the country like but then she kind of gets extra about the expectations yeah, yeah I agree you know yeah 
And she's like, I don't know. I think you should kind of manage your expectations. Right. And like, I think that this is probably something that happens to poor kids, but we've mostly seen people support Joey. And this mm-hmm. was like the first time we've seen like a, a administrator or educator, like kind of be fucked up to Joey. Well, cause like the way she says it, I, I had, like I had a bone to pick with the way she says it. Cause she says like these schools only accept a small amount of people and hardly anyone gets a free ride. And I actually don't think that that's true. I don't think that's they, true either. They do accept only a small amount of people, but those Ivy league schools, particularly if you're someone that d- is from a family that's like not that well off yeah, financial like, need based. Yeah. They have a ton of money for scholarships because they make a ton of money. Like they're very yeah, rich. That's schools. part of their diversity initiative. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, and, and so I I felt like, yeah, I think that I think the critique of like, you're number four, which means you have a good shot, but also that's not guaranteed. You know what I mean? Like, these, these schools, like, who knows how they pick and like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different things that go in and like, everyone who's applying to this school is like, Number four. four. (laughs) So, you know, so like understand that like you're going to have to have some fallbacks like or whatever like that I get. But yeah, but that's not really what we got. (laughs) Not at all. That's not what we got like a typical Cape side educator that was just like fucked up to the poor kid for kind of no reason. Yeah. Like (laughs) 100%. So that was weird. Yeah. Um, and so then we go to Drew. The school bell rings and like class is over. Yeah. And we go to Drew who's calling Jenny, Jenny, Jenny over and over again and yeah. chasing after no, Jen. Finally. Yeah. Finally, she's Jenny from the block. <laughs> what block do we think Jenny's from? I think from Astor Place. Uh, yeah. Jenny from. And uh, she's like she's he's like you know oh you don't answer to jenny anymore and she's like not since i left the 212 which is like <laughs> such a california thing to say <laughs> i know so funny <laughs> aaron's aaron left the 714 and julia left the 831 I left the 909 but you yeah left, you left the 909 oh yeah are you right on the border of the 714 yeah. oh yeah when i was a kid i was 714 and then like it when i was in junior high or high school it changed yeah yeah when i was a kid i was the 408 and then Mm -hmm. it was then it changed to the 831 um anyway look that up if you have any interest it's not that (laughs) funny um (laughs) but so so he asked to hang out with jen and he calls caveside pleasantville which amazing um i rewatched that movie the other day and it's fucking holds up that's a great movie um Yeah. Relevant to this episode, I rewatched 16 Candles recently. Does not hold up. Does not. No, it does not. (laughs) No. Like a lot. It doesn't. Oh, shit. No, it's disturbing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Like on 17,000 levels. Yes. Like Like unwatchable, kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jen, however, is not having a second of Drew. She's like, not She's like you're not. dead to me it's fucking weird that all my friends knew you were here but i didn't so yeah. it sounds like you were doing some sketchy ass shit and yeah. like you know i'm not cool with it and he's yeah. like you admit it you missed me and she's like absolutely not like you know not. And like, he's like, well, I missed you. And she's like, no, you don't even know me anymore. You miss yeah. this like version you have in my, your head of me that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And she mentions that he misses her willingness to try any substances he purchased in Washington Square Park, 
which like, woo, that's, uh, that's quite something like, well, it's interesting because we haven't really gotten that introduction of old Jen that she was like, also like, you know, doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Did we ever hear about that? I mean, it's like, I think we knew that drinking. Yeah. I think there was like some, I don't think there's like any specific mention of it, but like I think part of what's implied by like the fact that by she was her like, being a slut mm-hmm. is that like she was doing drugs too. She was doing yeah. all the bad girl stuff, all the bad the girl drugs, stuff. The drinking, the yeah. boys. You know, she, she was basically an extra. And just kids. like it's yeah, yeah. It's just interesting to me that like it's just implied that she like we just run with the fact that she also did all the drugs inside, even though we've never heard this right. about her past before. You know, and it's like part of this like really fucked up idea of a narrative of like what a quote bad girl is. Totally. And we're just like running with this I thing about Jen that we literally have never heard before. Right. You know, she's right. never like really told stories about like, yeah, this one time I was like fucking so high yeah. on ecstasy yeah. and then this you know what I mean? Like totally we never have heard her mention any drug stories, which might be because it's network television, but still like this is an interesting develop to old, development to old Jen that's just wrapped up in the like really toxic narrative of what a bad girl is. Yeah, yeah. And what a girl like, like a girl who has had sex with however many people Jen's mm-hmm. had sex with, like must have been under the influence of not yeah. just alcohol, but something else too. And like there's exactly, you know, that is a bullshit narrative. And even like the moralization of someone who does drugs, because I'm yeah. sure that she was doing drugs with people that are fucking virgins, you know, right. or like that are virgins, not fucking virgins, probably both, but, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> all of it, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Um, so like Jen, like basically, straight up tells drew like the kind of fun we used to have i don't have anymore so like bye <laughs> i'll see you yeah. see you never and then he tries and one more like, time such a compelling story about like how all these kids want to change their identity yeah. like from their past yeah and like jen kind of got this opportunity in this weird way and it and it wasn't even like a good opportunity. She still couldn't escape her like quote bad girl past in Cape Side. Right. But now she like has to like try to escape it again. And it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. And like and just that like this way in which when people from your past in high school like come back that like mm-hmm. this this identity like gets kind of forced back on you. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's kind of interesting um exactly so drew tries it again and is like come on let's just hang out and she's like no and like leaves she's, she's like, like never never <laughs> not want to hang out with you um so we go then to leary's fresh foot fish yeah where gretchen is like at the empty bar filling out paperwork and yeah. dawson comes in and, and like dawson comes in yeah yeah and she's like oh i'm applying for a job uh, you know yeah and um and we're like okay cool <laughs> yeah like so she's applying for a bartending job and sasha alexander who plays gretchen says she's not coyote ugly material but can make a seven and seven I with know. the best of them and i'm like i want to say first of all coyote ugly if you don't know is a queer classic um <laughs> yeah and yeah, sasha yeah, yeah. alexander stars in rizzolian isles which is also a queer classic television show <laughs> So I'm like oh, really? Sasha girl. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's like queer baby, like the two Rizzoli and Isles, the two people, mm-hmm. like her and whatever Angie uh-huh. Harmon, like they like queer yeah. bait the audience. They're not really queer in the show, Got but it. like 
it's yeah, a thing. Yeah. I don't know. They lean into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I okay. honestly like it's not something that I watch, but I see all the gifts on Tumblr sometimes. So I know that it's Got like, it. yeah. And um, <laughs> and so I just want to say to Sasha Alexander, you are definitely Coyote Ugly material. Um, you know, yeah, without a doubt. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I want to say that I'm very glad that this show is pre mixology because Gretchen would be I fucking know. insufferable. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Could you imagine? I make a mean penicillin. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, get out of here. Also, speaking of queer spaces, Gretchen lets us know that she was tending bar in Provincetown all summer. I know. Uh, but yeah. now that the tourists are gone, she needs a job, which is like why she's here. Yeah. And so. <sighs> so we're trying to, we're like getting this little backstory on Gretchen of like yeah. it's like a mystery like you know yeah wh- who is this girl what, you know yeah what's she doing yeah yeah and so Gail comes in and is like wondering to Gretchen like what her plans are for going back to school because right. she wants to hire someone that's going to stick around for a while you know yeah which makes sense <laughs> yeah 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 totally and Gretchen's like well I'm like taking time off like of school so like I'll be around for a while and Gail's like I mean, really? Like, you know? Yeah. Gail's like a classic mom. Yeah. Like, hmm, I'm judging you, but trying to be positive about it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And Gail's like, you know what? Can you start tomorrow? You know? Yeah. And and Gretchen's like super excited. Yeah. She's like, today, tomorrow, whenever. Yeah. I need money. Yeah, you know? totally. I gotta, I gotta pay for this house that me and my brother are living in. <laughs> Yeah, this beach house. This Goodwill furniture isn't going to buy itself, Gail. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we go then to Mitch, who's like running football practice. Jack's still on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy like comes up. It's like what? It's so weird. She's like standing on the side of the field, like aggressively waving to Jack, like so excited. Right. <laughs> You're like he's up practice right what and he's like got five a five minute break and andy's like so he goes up to her and he's like oh my god and like tells him that like the college advisor called harvard and like jack's just like i do not want to hear this right now yeah why are you telling me this (laughs) right now we could talk about this at home right and i do want to just pause for a second and highlight the difference between the way the college advisor was handling andy and joey you know like andy she's a good student, but we didn't hear like she's third or she's second or she's first. So Joey is like, you know, we could assume Joey's ranked higher than Andy, but the college advisor went out of her way to call Harvard to like advocate for Andy. And then meanwhile is saying to Joey, like manage your expectations. Yeah, I know. And, and like, Andy's like, Oh yeah. The, the like person at Harvard remembered my essay. Like, which is actually, it is a big deal. Like, uh, great, good on you, girl. But like, you know, it can wait. <laughs> Jack doesn't need to hear it right like, now. Like, I'm excited for her, but it sounds unbelievable. So you're yeah. telling me that the the advice at your call, your high school called the proper person that actually read your essay and talked <laughs> to them about that essay. Does that seem like a stretch, Aaron? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems like, legit. Okay. Seems legit. Okay. What? <laughs> okay so so jack's like okay great and then like his break is over and he's like gotta go like see you later (laughs) and then like instantly he gets like tackled and it like looks really fucked up yeah he's see he like lands weird on his shoulder and like 
we smash cut to the next day and Jack's yeah. arm is in a sling and he's like and it's so cute Jack and Andy are walking and Jen's right there and they're talking about the arm and, and Andy's like oh my god like trying to like you know kind of coddle him yeah and Jen's like Jack you didn't tell me it was this bad like right. you just see this real authentic friend moment like Jack and Jen talked on the phone last night right and like, like now they're meeting up at school and they're all hanging out yeah. and like it feels like actual friends you know totally totally and then like and Dawson walks yeah. up and starts hanging out with them too and you're like oh my god I kind of love this foursome and totally. you kind of see how like Dawson's like in this way like a better person without like the the codependent dynamics of that threesome of friendship of Joey Pacey and Dawson I agree with you completely yeah I, I agree with you completely about that. And I think like there's it's like I, I had the same reaction where I was like, oh, this foursome that was together all summer. Like, look, look at them be friends. Yay. You know, yeah. I mean, and and like it was it, they felt so natural together and felt so like, OK, because the thing that happens then when they get to start giving each other shit is like yeah. Jen, like so, you know, some it's there's some, some jocks yeah, yeah. come up and are like. Jack oh my god like I'm so sorry about your shoulder and then they're like but and then they kind of like awkwardly stand there for a second yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like can we is there something else we can help you with they're like but he's like the party still on yeah. and they're like dumbfounded <laughs> like what and then this other random comes over and is like Jen happy birthday <laughs> yeah. he like is weird he's like oddly sexual about it he's all like low talking low and he's like yeah. puts he's his like, arm around her and yeah. he's like hey Lindley happy I birthday know. and I'm just like ooh go away man <laughs> it's like an extra that went a little too far <laughs> yes <laughs> and like all four of them look confused like the fuck and andy is like you didn't tell me it was your birthday which like is funny but unbelievable there's no way andy doesn't know when jen's birthday is oh no she has it written on a calendar and yeah. like has a reminder at least two weeks probably a month in advance exactly to either plan a party or make sure she has a gift exactly yeah, yeah. no no way in hell that, that yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. exist <laughs> luckily authentic to uh, jack and jen relationship jack's like no her birthday's in may like yeah. what <laughs> Jack's like, mm -mm. Dawson's like, huh, it's not your birthday, but people who call each other dude are attending your birthday party, which I take umbrage with. Dawson. I know, Dawson. Okay. <laughs> what is wrong with people who call each other dude? Okay. 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 <laughs> Dawson's like, you should probably look into this. I'm yeah, like, yes, figure that's out what's wise. happening. <laughs> yeah. That's some wise advice. I'll give it to Dawson. <laughs> you should. Oh, so man. we go over to the Potters. It's really yeah. beautiful. They're sitting outside and yeah. um, Joey's having anxiety. <laughs> she comes up to Bessie and she's like, um, what does it mean if you have a dream about your teeth receding into your head? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, same. Um, yeah. And Bessie's like, that you need to stop stressing about college? That's what yeah. it means? <laughs> and Bessie is just, this is the Bessie I like. Sometimes yeah. her, her characterization is a little bit weird, but this is like the yeah. super positive, like hippie bright side Bessie. And I love yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, Bessie's like, what's going on, girl? Let's dish, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're going to get into a great school and they'll give you financial aid and it'll be great, you know? It's going to work out. <laughs> yeah. And Joey's like, 
I thought that too until this meeting I had with the college advisor. Unhelpful advisor. (laughs) Yeah. And she tells Bessie that she's fourth and Bessie's like all super happy. Like, she's like, that's amazing. Oh my God. I'm so stoked for you. Yeah. And Joey's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's enough. I I don't think it's going to be good enough. Like maybe I shouldn't even bother applying. Right. Cause she's like, you know, I'm not a concert violinist or like, you know, didn't win the science prize or like, and I'm not a legacy. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh God, the shit we put on poor people is really fucked. Um, and yeah. she's like, you know, I sh- maybe I shouldn't even apply because I'd be wasting the application fees. Yeah. Which is just like. And then I know it's so fucking dark, just, you know, just because like, like the college advisor like made her feel more anxious about this when I don't think that's totally. necessary. Like, I just totally. don't like there's enough is- anxiety about college. Yeah. Like- yeah. And like, it just, it's so fucking dark, you know? Yeah. Bessie, I don't need your help. Thanks. Yeah. Like, okay. I thought you were supposed to advise me. Like what's going <laughs> yeah. on? Yeah. Um, and Bessie, like, it's kind of like a callback to Gretchen in the, in the first episode. Yeah. Um, or yeah. She, she's like, well, what does Pacey think? And Joey's like, Pacey's not like, he's like barely going to graduate. Like I can't really like go to him with this. Yeah. And like, and there's a part of me that's like, I get that. I do. Like, I get being like, he's worried about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and not no, wanting to feel like you're rubbing experience. it in. Yeah. Like, right. when Casey wasn't a senior. He doesn't want to tell Joey who's fourth in her class about it. It's like the exact same experience, you know, but totally. it is, this is authentic, obviously, but it is interesting. And I think as you get older, you understand that like people can understand your feelings yeah. about what you're going through without being in the exact same situation you're in. You just have <laughs> to learn how to articulate your feelings about what you're going through. But like, you don't, you don't, they don't need to know like what it feels like in the exact position you're in, you know, to have this like anxiety about like not being good enough because you're poor. And no matter how hard you work, you might not be able to dismantle that. Like Pacey will know exactly how that feels. Absolutely. And he's, and he's like, he's your boyfriend and he wants you to like, he understands that like you're anxious about this. Mm -hmm. And so like, okay, talk to me about, you know, what's going on with you even if I'm in a different boat even if I have other worries you know and I think I mean I do really think that like this 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 kind of tension between them about this subject feels very real Mm -hmm. uh, without a doubt yeah particularly for high school of Mm -hmm. like you know um we're not quite mature enough to like have these conversations with each other and and on top of that society has said like if you don't go to college you're like morally bad and like a bad person and you're gonna amount to nothing or whatever so you have like this societal shame and anxiety of like right on top of all of these like just general anxieties about like your whole life is about to change in a few months the place you live the people you've lived with the like you, you know, like everything you've ever known is about to change. It's so fucking scary. Whether you're going to college or not, everything you've done for your whole life is about to change. And it's so scary, you know? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And Bessie's like, look, like, you know, this could open opportunities for you and like that you've always dreamed about. And, you know, your yeah, dreams are said- your dreams. You don't Ugh. like you don't have to apologize for them. 
It's so awesome. I know, it's so that's great amazing. Advice. I know. I'm like, that's right, Bessie. Like you say that to her, like yeah. you need to build her up. And it's so yeah. true. Like do not apologize for wanting to like go to a good school for wanting these like advantages that Andy has, you know, totally. like do not apologize for that. You're totally welcome to have whatever dream you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I love that scene. I um, know. You know, I love it. I love like wise Bessie. I'm, I'm yeah. For it. No, and it's um, an interesting parallel Bessie and, and Joey and then Gretchen and Pacey, like these like older right. sister, like wisdom droppers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> truth tellers. <laughs> the truth tellers. So then we go to school and we get a through the locker shot, which yeah. I love a through the locker the shot <laughs> of, um, of Drew and, and Jen comes up behind him and she's like, she's no, like, sir, you certainly are not going to do this to me. <laughs> you fucking psycho. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And she, Jen's like, complete strangers keep coming up to me. My French class saying happy <laughs> birthday to me in French. <laughs> not okay. And like, I'm, girl, I feel this. I hate it when my people mention my birthday on my birthday, let alone on some random day. I, like, I know. Could you imagine? I, my birthday's no, in I the would... summer, so I never had to do any of these like school related things yeah. for my birthday luckily yeah. you know? <laughs> we were almost always on winter break by the time my birthday came so like, right. I didn't have to do that many exactly. of them either so yeah. <laughs> but like no no thank you yeah and she's just like I'm not trying to get roped up into one of your sketchy schemes <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No. no no this is like I'm a new person now and I don't want to go back to like the old me like I, I'm not trying to do that like I'm I kind of like who I am now Right. And Drew's kind of like, well, but like, you know, I'm throwing you this like retroactive birthday because like I've missed the last few. And like, you know, we need to get you out of this funk you're in because that freshman dumped you. And I'm like, <laughs> it's what? funny how Drew's already like tapped into all the hot gods. <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah. He even like, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I know. And Jen then says that Henry didn't dump her. She dumped him, which seems like a rewrite, if I'm being honest. I mean, it totally is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think she was saying that to like, "Fuck you." I'm not listening. No, that's yeah. not what happened. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, like- yeah. And then Jen says, "This isn't a funk. It's my personality." And I'm like, "Girl, love it, love it." Um, and she's like, "Maybe, maybe that's a t-shirt." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then she's like, "Why would I go to this?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like good question i know and he's like well because everyone thinks it's your birthday so if you don't show up to your own birthday party they're gonna think you're a stuck-up bitch <laughs> okay and wait then she says my this would be my favorite line in the episode if my favorite line in the whole show were not in this episode yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> jen goes like he's like you're gonna look like a stuck-up and like she kind of cuts him off and she says don't say it, Drew. I'd hate for endangered turtles to die while they're dragging the creek for your body. Which <laughs> is just amazing. God, uh, injected in my veins. I love you, Jen. Oh, this is such a good Jen episode. We've got a lot oh of good God. Jen recently. I love yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Um, then he, he, then he, he totally like, um, insults her outfit and then, and then <laughs> he's like the dress code's casual but i mean he looks her up and down he's like not that casual <laughs> yeah it's like maybe go home and spiff up before you come motherfucker <laughs> what an asshole 
<laughs> yeah, he's such oh, a funny Abin Morgan type. I love that. He is. He's chaos. <laughs> so yeah, then Jack and Andy are walking like in downtown Cape Side. Yeah, yeah. And Andy's like just being wild. She's like pressuring Jack to like start his college applications and like just trying to give him like, you know, maybe this experience of you breaking your arm is like a, it would be a good essay. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, Andy, like I am in actual pain. Can you just like please lay off? Stop this right now. Like yeah. I don't want to be talking about this. Like I literally <laughs> yeah. like am in a sling. <laughs> like, yeah like I don't I don't need that and Andy's like okay well but I just like I have one more stop I want to go to the bookstore to get Jen a present for her birthday and like (laughs) a I really do dig that Andy's like we're going to the bookstore for the presents that is a that's a Julia move Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then Jack quite rightly is like it's not her birthday (laughs) remember we went over this Andy, so cute. Andy's just like, I know, but it would just be rude to show up without a gift. Just like, it's so cute. I love it. Um, I know. So so we head then to Leary's Fresh Fish, and like Gail brings Dawson a plate of food, and he's studying. And like Dawson's like, so I guess I'm never eating a home cooked meal again. And like Gail's like, are you complaining that you're getting served gourmet food every night? what's happening girl, here right <laughs> yeah and she wants to gossip about Gretchen being in town she's like girl let's dish why is Gretchen here she's so beautiful and smart and talented like why isn't she in college yeah and I want everyone to know like brace yourselves I'm gonna start agreeing with Dawson super hardcore right now <laughs> he's just like I mean isn't college like low-key a scam like yeah people that don't know what else they're doing like I don't know why you put so much pressure on like making everyone go yeah and he like is like you know it's just like a holding pen for 18 to 22 year olds and like that's look i loved college that's a little true that's a slightly true um i mean i definitely think it's true like that is 100 percent true there are other elements to it depending on what your goals are in college but that is 100 percent true yes (laughs) totally and like it's like Gail, it's like adulthood with training wheels absolutely absolutely and gail's like what, are you trying to get a rise out of me and like yeah. dawson's like you know most people are not in college to learn they're there to like kill brain cells and commingle with the opposite sex which is some heteronormative bullshit but i see the yeah. point that he's making yeah yeah, yeah totally. please commingle with whatever you would whatever gendered person you would like to commingle with um yeah, and <laughs> I, or I none, mean, I or none, if you don't want you, that. But, and I, I low-key agree with Dawson's assessment of it, but it's just yeah. like, this is him like moralizing it, like of like, and then they're there just to party and fuck. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, not seeing a problem. I know. Um, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> like, and Gail basically says that. Like, how yeah. did I end up with the only pers- like kid in the country that thinks that sounds bad? I know. Right? <laughs> and he's like, no, well, I'm not opposed to that. But like, you know, let's just call things what they are. Like, it's not higher education. Well, and that's... So- <laughs> it is but yeah gail, gail then fucking is like all right are we calling things what they are uh, yeah oh you wanted a truth moment <laughs> let me drop a truth bomb on you i'm just yeah. wondering if you're using college as an excuse to run away right and he's like 
you're telling me you don't think that your film nerd son would want to go to college in LA. Right. And she's like, look, you can do whatever you want. Like you're a white man of privilege and we're rich, you know, but like, I just want to make sure that you're doing this for the right reasons, you know? Mm, Yeah. And like, you know, she's like, I don't want you to make a, make a decision like based on the desire to put an entire continent between you and Joey. Yeah. You know, which is fair. It totally is. And it is true that you should consider that like going that far away to school is a huge decision. Like your family is going to be like a six hour plane ride away. And like the whole culture is different. You're not going to fit in because you don't know colloquialisms and local like, you know, mannerisms, you know, and like it might, (laughs) it might be difficult. (laughs) And like the the East coast and the West coast. I mean, I remember friends of mine who went to school on the East coast and like, they would call me and be like, Julia, what the fuck is wrong with people on the East coast? Like, exactly. Why are they like this? And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, it's a culture shock. It like legit is a culture shock. So totally, yeah. And I mean, I don't know what food they miss. But I'm c- certain people from East Coast miss certain food when they come. I think they say like bagels and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know everyone from California is like, I can't. Mexican I've had a food. decent burrito. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know food. what I'm doing. I don't know what's yeah. happening. <laughs> I know. And people in New York always want to take me to their like great Ugh. Mexican food find, and I'm like, get out of I here. I know. I know. I, I work in downtown Los Angeles. Don't Hard take pass. me to Mexican Don't food. Don't try. Don't yeah. try. <laughs> I want you to love it. I'm so I'm gl- excited I'm that you love you this. Found something yeah. that you like, but just don't even. Don't. Yeah, no thank. No thank you. No thank you. <laughs> yeah. Take me for some pierogies. For the <laughs> love of God. Okay. My one. Okay. Wait. Sorry. I have one soapbox to be on, which is yeah. people of people of the East Coast. Why do you not brag about like the Eastern European peasant food that you do so fucking well? Like we brag about Mexican food. You should brag about pierogies. They're the best. They're so good. And like we don't have good. We have like one place in LA that serves like semi decent pierogies. Yeah, we don't really have a big Eastern European diaspora. In- yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to make a generalization, but it probably has a lot to do with classism true but listen <laughs> if if you're not going if you live in new york city and you're not going and having arugula and goat cheese pierogies at veselka on a regular basis i don't think i want to know you um, <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah sorry, off my soapbox <laughs> <laughs> and so dawson is shook that gail yeah. is like why are you calling him out like <laughs> yeah you know, just like mm. You want yeah. the truth? I've dropped it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, he probably needs to hear that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so then we we go back to Joey's room and Joey's like, you know, I the want ground for creating yeah. space to talk about what she's feeling. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. And and like she starts with the fact that her class rank is fourth mm-hmm. and he's like, okay that's not a problem because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's no. like go on I don't understand what you're saying you <laughs> yeah know? exactly I don't like the way he's kind of like okay this isn't a problem like you know um yeah, I definitely yeah. don't like that but it also isn't the problem you know what I mean totally and but she immediately is like I don't know why I expected you to understand and, and then, then he like says 
that's not the real problem. <laughs> well, he's he sincerely apologizes and does. Yeah. And I went back and listened and he does actually say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's try it again. Yeah. And he's like, that can't be the real problem. Like, what right. is going on? You know? Right. And he's like, she's just like, well, you're not listening to me. Like, <laughs> let's go out. <laughs> well, because she starts saying like, you know, I always thought if I did well in school, these doors would open for me. And like, maybe I was being naive and setting unrealistic goals. And Pacey does kind of start zoning out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, and then she's like, you're not even listening. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's basically, I mean, he's kind of like, no, but like, you're sitting here, like, and you have this bright future and, and like, you you know, so basically the thing she was worried about happening is what's happening. Yeah. Like that. He's like, I don't have like, I'm not going to get into like any school that doesn't give me my own tools. Yeah. And like, you're complaining about this. And right. and so like, so there is like this problem of him not hearing her too. Exactly. Yeah. Know? No, it definitely is like this really interesting. Yeah. Like, I think he's being really shitty in this scene, to be honest. I do too. Yeah. And like, uh, and it sucks because like, it's one of those situations where like, they're having a hard time explaining what they're really feeling. And they like, I think they don't have the words, you know, like Mm -hmm, Pacey's mm -hmm. like describing these situations, which are more of like the social shame of him, like not going to college, but he doesn't know that's what's happening or like, he doesn't know how to articulate that. And Joey's right. having this other social shame of like, I worked my ass off, but because I'm poor, it might not matter. And I, I don't right. know what's happening, you know, because we like, we, we hear, like we've said, like this, this show is so much about class, but they never articulate it much similar yeah. to like how they never called principal green black, even yeah. though they're having these conversations about race. It's very right. similar. And I, I think that that's probably like, the way it was when we were kids you know yeah yeah it is the way i mean it was very much like we don't talk about this even when we're talking about it but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and so joey then is like all right i think we should go yeah (laughs) he's like wait 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 we like just got into this like you know we're just having this he's like we're having this emotionally complex like conversation and you want to bail and then he says who's the guy in this relationship which i truly hate um, i know and i was like what okay <laughs> i know but it sets up a bunch of funny jokes so i'm Obviously, kind of like all right yes. all right yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and joey's like so you gina, are you can have this <laughs> yeah so gina we're <laughs> We're giving you a pass, girl. Um, <laughs> and Joey's like, you are. And like, you can either stay here and prove how sensitive you aren't, or we can go to Jen's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like- and I love it because you get from that scene that like Joey and Jen talked about this situation that's yeah. happening. You yeah, know? Joey knows what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like even though it happens off camera, we know that they're friends too. Like this whole yeah. friend group is like communicating and hanging out. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I know. <gasps> so we go to this huge ass house. It's a rager. This <laughs> is a rager. rager. And Dawson and Jen walk in, and yeah. Jen is wearing the same outfit from. I earlier. know. I know. I was like, good. Which good like. For you. I Good couldn't you, tell girl. if that was a dig at Drew because it, to be honest, isn't authentic to her character to like not change. change. I agree with you. But also I I like liked that she was like, fuck you, Drew. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen basically gives this whole speech about who Drew is. And basically he's like Ferris the Bueller. bad boy Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Like he's he's if Ferris Bueller was shitty is like. <laughs> <laughs> who drew is and dawson yeah. 
just this is the, my one part of this episode that I don't like Dawson. Um, launches into inappropriateness immediately and yeah. is like, can I ask the inevitable question? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I What's don't know if it's inevitable to be so obsessed <laughs> with who your friends have potentially hooked up with or fucked in their past. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, this is uh, going to be a problem that Dawson has asking girls that he knows if they've had sex with someone. Yes, it is. this is a theme, a variant on a theme. And Jen's like, you know, was he my boyfriend? No. Was he an indiscretion? Yes. And then Jen admits that she yeah. doesn't know how much he remembers because they were both under the influence at the time. Yeah. So <sighs> I do want to just point out that we don't know if they fucked. Right. An indiscretion. Yes. And it is like in our minds, we're supposed to be like, she's a slut. So obviously she fucked him, but it never is said. So no, we don't know. Maybe it was a boat beach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hope so. (laughs) God. (sighs) Y'all, I know you all hate Eve, but she's worth it just for that. I know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so so we come then to paisley and joey who have like entered the party and Mm -hmm. drew is handing drinks in blue solo cups to people um and he refers to joey as the grim reaper and she just (laughs) looks at him and goes we came for your immortal soul (laughs) which like loved it loved it yeah it's like she's really toned (laughs) down the like uh, like aggression towards like these asshole men, like the way she was with Matt Caulfield. I was like, whoa, Joey. But <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is like, it's more like believable that someone would be like, like this. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like she's snarky and she's clearly like not super impressed with this dude. Yeah. Um, But like, you know, she's not like, <laughs> it's not like over the top. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and like pacey asks for a drink and drew gives him one and then he gives one to joey and pacey's like no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> because you can't like, hold your alcohol yeah like <laughs> you and beer don't mix you know oh, i and, think it's punch girl that's that's some oh, that's some okay, punch yeah, yeah. that's okay. got some things in it um and joey then is like oh okay oh, so yeah. you can drink at parties but i can't are you kidding me right <laughs> like she gives him this look and he totally like backpedals <laughs> it's amazing he's like because he, at first he's like yeah like if i'm a guy and i'm gonna get in trouble for being like one like i should be able to act like a guy and i, I don't love that but the face <laughs> she gives him when he says it is worth the price of admission i know <laughs> and he's like like, i uh, mean if you say that it's okay i mean if i ask you for permission and you let me then like it's okay right (laughs) love it and she's like okay well we'll both be guys tonight yeah and like grabs a drink and walks away she's like bye (laughs) fine amazing great job everyone yeah (laughs) we're just like yes drunk joey's coming to play can't wait here she comes (laughs) jen comes up to drew and she's like all right i know what's happening here this isn't your house this is a fake house yeah and he like he he's like fake shook you know yeah yeah (laughs) 
And she's she's like, like, why would I lie about this being my house? (laughs) And she's like, you're throwing a party at a stranger's house, obviously, because then you can't get caught. And then if you do get caught or like drunk people get caught, all they're going to remember is that it was Jen Lindley's birthday party. Exactly. And she's like, so it's going to come to me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is it like impossible that I wanted to just show you a good time tonight? And she's like, no, but it's what he said. Okay, what did he say? He's like, so it's impossible that my intentions are pure? (laughs) And she says, not impossible, but I put it around 3%. (laughs) Which I just like love the specificity. Great job. I know. (laughs) And then Drew launches in, like, maybe your theory is right. Maybe this is not my house. Or maybe it's partially right. The first half might be true. Yeah. And he's like, you know, my house isn't the kind of house you show off. And like, then he like leaves. Maybe it isn't even a house at all. Yeah. And she doesn't get it. She's like, okay, just little riddler. Like, (laughs) yeah, what's this guy up to? (laughs) Okay. Um, You know. Yeah. So then we go back to Joey, who is at the punch bowl, (laughs) scooping in. Scoop and punch into her cup. <laughs> right. Um, and Dawson comes up and is like, number four, hey? Yeah. And he congratulates her. Yeah. And he is really sweet. He's like, he's super stoked for her. Yeah. And and she's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's only four. And he's right. like, yeah, but it's the school year isn't done. You still have room to move up, actually, yeah. you know? And and, she, and then he asks her if that's what she's doing tonight. Is she celebrating? <laughs> and Jen's like, or Joey's like, oh yeah, the future, whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> like, woo. Joey is not in a great place. Yeah. And he's like, all of your dreams are coming true. It's uh-huh. really exciting. I'm excited for you. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to talk about the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like not talk about college which like i remember that totally so much how you i know oh (laughs) my god like this is like (laughs) you can feel it like the you like i had like ptsd of the anxiety of every time someone would ask you just like i don't know like i don't you're asking me to imagine something i have no idea about like like yeah and i just like i do remember being like just can we just like not fucking talk about it for one goddamn second like Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about anything else? <laughs> and she's just like, what are you going to fucking ask me where I see myself in five years? And and he's like, I remember you wanted to be an anthropologist. Yeah. Joey's and she's like, like, I just said that to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dawson does like call her on it. He's like, oh, so you like didn't ever have a desire to like do great things and see faraway places. Like, you're just happy being here. And she's like, no. Interesting. He's like, he is highlight. Like, we're supposed to think from this scene, like, he knows her. But it's like, you know, he, like, made her stay in Cape Side. You know? I know. I know. Paris, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And but she's like, you know, I didn't say that, Dawson. And he's she's like, at this point, definitely starting to get drunk. Like, yeah. Slurring a little bit. (laughs) She's like. And she's like a little yeah. confused. She's like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he like kind of shames her again for drinking. And she yeah. like, she's like, just leave, get out of here. Yeah. And he does listen to her. It's it's good, you yeah. know? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and so then we go over to Drew setting up a card game 
Um, and he, he asks Pacey if he wants to join, or does he have to ask the old ball and chain? Pacey's <laughs> like, would be happy to just find the just ball find and chain. Her. And then Drew's like, oh yeah, I saw her talking with Dawson, which right. like again, it's like Drew knows fucking everything. Drew's you know? got this group dynamic down. Like, yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, she went out to hang out with Jen. Yeah, she went to talk to the birthday girl. <laughs> like, stay and play cards. And so Pacey, like, does. Yeah. yeah. So then we go to the best scene <laughs> the best. where Jen mm-hmm. and Joey are walking on the dock. And uh-huh. drunk Joey just is being amazing. <laughs> Jen's like, and- okay. What did you need to talk to me about? <laughs> Joey's like, I got a toast to my friend, my friend, my friend, Lindley, my friend. Oh my god! <laughs> she says all the la- love and happiness in the world to my friend, Jen Lindley, on her birthday. I'm sorry, did you not hear us say friend, Jen Lindley, friend. on her birthday? Friend. Joey friend. said her friend, Jen. Oh my. <laughs> God, yes, <laughs> yes. And Jen's like, you know, it's not really my birthday. <laughs> drunk Joey, drunk Joey. He's like, okay. yeah, I know we're not really friends. <laughs> and Jen's face is so perfect. She's like, ouch. <laughs> but she like laughs. Like, yeah. And Joey's like, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And then we're she's friends. like, I think we're friends. And she's like, do you think we're friends? And then she like admits, she's like, I can't pinpoint when we became friends. And I'm like, girl, we have tried to pinpoint this. Yes. It's when you just agreed to be her friend. Like you stopped being a raging bitch to her, and that's yeah. when you were friends. I yeah, like I would pinpoint it at the longest day. That's when we really like sunk totally oh, I'm into it. Stay in um Neverland. Right? Oh, oh yeah. When they like yeah. roller okay. skate together, yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah, I'll give that one to you. Yeah, yeah. Neverland. Okay, that's when we're pinpointing it at. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jen's like, I don't like, don't really think. I don't think you should think about this because like then we're gonna remember why we're supposed to hate each other. <laughs> and just here we go. Here comes drunk Joey in her ultimate form. She's like, I don't hate you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> and she like goes in for a drunken hug. <laughs> yeah. Do we have an I love you drunk as a friend? I, I don't know that we do. <laughs> I'm not an I love I you drunk. I'm not, You're yeah, not an I love you drunk. I'm not an I love you drunk. No. no. I'm not no. a mean drunk though, but I'm not. No. I don't no. think I do. I, I don't think I do either. I feel like we used to have some I'm sure. I love you drunk yeah, yeah. friends, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In college. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Jen and then Jen's like, okay, can I I need to ask you something. And yeah. Joey's like, is it about our future? And the way she says it is so shit faced. I know. She's like slurring. It's so funny. Is it about our future? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Jen's like, no, no, it's about the present. And then she asks Joey if she knows where Drew lives. Joey's like, ding, 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 I do. (laughs) He lives at the Cape Side Yacht Club in an apartment with his mother. Yeah. And Jen asks about his dad and Joey like says like he he ran off to Taos, New Mexico um, with some like young. Yeah. So. (sighs) Yikes. 
yeah jen kind of you see her kind of be like oh okay i have miss i have somewhat misassessed this situation totally yeah <laughs> so, we got over to andy who has yeah. picked out the worst gift for jen <laughs> fake birthday it's a book and it's called you too can get into the college of your choice and jack quite oh, rightly God. is like seriously are you fucking kidding me he oh, like reaches his breaking point yeah but i do i do have to point out because right here is where i noticed it that i had totally forgotten about andy's hair in this oh, yeah, moment like crimped and curled what did they do who was in charge of this i don't know there it's are like in the there year are... 2000, in the year 2000, we were not crimping not our crimping. hair. Look, no. I lived through the crimping years. Yeah, Those yeah. were in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. This, no. No, 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 no. But it's not just like. Little, no. And it's no. just like certain chunks of her hair are crimped. <laughs> like, not all of it. <laughs> I swear, like, they hated Anne <laughs> Meredith Monroe. Like, they do a lot of horrible, horrible I mean... things to her hair. <laughs> Look, I know she was 35, but crimping her hair did not help any situation. No, th- yeah, it's like they're obsessed with making her look young, but like, why? What? Don't do that. No, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's awful. Had to point it out. Um, so, so Jack and Andy like kind of argue, and he's like, you know, I don't want to think about this. Like, I don't want to think about college right now. I just want to just... enjoy my senior year. Yeah. Like, like, I don't need you to try to control my life right now. This isn't helpful. And like, I don't want to do this. Like, and mm-hmm. I especially don't want you branching out into my best friend Jen's life either. You know, right. he's like, look, I was looking forward to senior year. And with football, it I actually was fitting in. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and yesterday, my senior year began to suck. Yeah. Like, I don't get to I don't get to have football anymore. So like. Just, like, leave me alone with this shit. Like, at least for tonight. Because, like, I don't need that. And he so. storms off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... so here we are. Oh, my. <laughs> Back outside. Andy finds Jen and Joey out on the dock. And it's Joey is... So sweet. <laughs> drunkenly rambling. Yeah. <laughs> like... Andy's like, there you are. <laughs> And Jen, you could see she's like, thank God. Yeah, we've got some backup. Thank the You're Lord. here. Yeah. Andy's like, Jack's avoiding me. And then she's like, am I too controlling? And just in total sync, Jen and Joey are like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and Andy's like, thanks a lot. Come on. And, and Jen's so sweet. She's like, that's not mean. That's just like, it actually was meant to be a compliment, you yeah, know? Like, it's not a judgment. And then Joey says my favorite line of the show. And look, I don't know why it's my favorite line. It is a little bit the delivery. It is also a little bit the reactions that happen to the line. (laughs) As much as it is the line itself, too. Yeah, Drunk as ever, just looks up and goes, some people like salad dressing on the salad. And some people like it on the side. (laughs) It's so perfect. Just like nods like, yep, solved it solve yeah, that look i'm just gonna drop a wisdom bomb on you and andy and jen are like listen what? M- michelle williams deserves an emmy for the face she makes just like just the feeling of that sober friend who's like don't laugh at this but oh my god <laughs> what just happened and then meredith and then- monroe also deserves an emmy for her reaction which is just like okay all right <laughs> i've huh, now that doesn't understood- make me feel better 
but it maybe kind of does. Huh. <laughs> and like in that moment of like, okay, I understand what I've just walked into. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Here. Okay. Okay. Great. Also, and... just to note that it is pouring rain in the background of the shot. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's like oh water dripping God. off the the gazebo <laughs> that they're under. That's fucking hilarious. And another note to the listener, in case you hadn't guessed it, that will be our February merch. You're welcome. Aaron the Aaron knows the way to my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. Um so then they go to get out of there and Joey's like, no, no, we have to answer a question. Yeah, Jen wants to apologize to Drew. She's like, I got to go. I got to make yeah. an apology. Yeah. And Joey's like, no, no, no. I need girl time, please. Like, you know. <laughs> she does. And she's it's- like, just be honest. Like, I need to ask, mm. where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> and it's so cute because she's like, she sees a safe space with the two of them. Absolutely. These three are friends. Hey, oh, no. real girlfriends yeah. on this show. And genuinely, the queen of my heart says, I plan to work on my dissertation entitled, Are Men Necessary? Um, I think we've established, Jen, that they are not. And I cannot wait to read this masterpiece that you're working on. Seriously. Is there a fanfic of that? Yeah. Is that how fanfic works? <laughs> Somebody write a fanfic of Jen's dissertation. Aaron and I will be the only people that read it, but we will love it. Um, and and he's like, I'm going to be in PR because that's what I'm good at, putting a positive spin on disaster. And this tracks more than anything I've ever heard. (laughs) And like, they're kind of like, oh my God, that's kind of sad. And she's like, no, I mean, it's the truth. Like, I'm okay with it, you know? Also, Andy is legit like every publicist I've ever worked with. Like, totally. Totally. (laughs) And then Joey's like... I don't really know. Like she's very, you see that Joey's like, doesn't yeah. really know herself that well. Yeah. And so she like asks her friends for help. She's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, what do you two think? Like, where do you see me? Yeah. And, and Jen. Jen just totally sees Joey. Like, yeah, she knows who Joey is. Yeah. She tells Joey, like, you graduated from an Ivy League school. You're going to move to New York where you're going to have taken a job at a funky Soho art gallery where your starting salary is less than your your tuition (laughs) at your college, which sounds totally accurate. True. Yep. True. (laughs) Joey's like, why New York? (laughs) Jen's like, because that's where all of of us cynics go. (laughs) And I got to tell you, when I watched this in high school, I thought I probably would move to New York. Uh at this point like after either after high school or after college Uh and so I always like loved this description I loved this like moment (laughs) totally yeah (laughs) and Joey's like oh I'm not a cynic and her two best friends who know her so well are like burst into laughter it's like (laughs) and he's like you're not exactly sunshine personified yeah are we talking about the same joey here (laughs) yeah exactly you definitely are and then andy's like okay and we're gonna make a deal in five years we're gonna get back together and see if any of these predictions come true and i love that and i know i love them (laughs) they like walk off together with like their arms on each other's shoulders (laughs) propping joey up (laughs) i know 
been there, been there. We've all propped someone up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we go over to Dawson and Jack hanging out. Yeah. And it's cute too. We don't really see the two of them together and their friendship seems completely authentic after a right. whole summer like painting houses or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. And like Dawson actually says this, like they're talking about how like neither of them are having all that much fun at this party. There's a quick scene from Straight Out of Sixteen Candles. Yeah, it is. It is. Straight Out of Sixteen Candles where a nerd knocks over a stack of cans. Yeah. And, and takes off running and then yeah some jocks run after him and like dawson's like you know jack's like do you think everyone else is having fun and dawson says this thing i love where he's like well everyone else could be having fun or they could be imitating the fun they've seen other people have in movies which i like <laughs> think is actually really honest about like some parties <laughs> like, totally you're actually you're like, not what? having that fun but you're like but this is what i'm supposed to do right yeah it's like <laughs> Dawson's just being super existential. He's like, what is fun? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really glad Dawson's not drinking and or smoking a joint right now because he would be unbearable if he was. Seriously. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, that is so true. Nobody give him a fucking brownie. Good God. Um, So then they like, you know, like Jack makes a comment about the like football guys that chase after this kid and Dawson's like oh right like I forgot you like know these people (laughs) which is kind of weird to me I completely agree yeah it's fucking bizarre but Jack's like yeah isn't it kind of weird how you like only miss something when it's gone yeah like you think it's like making your life a living hell and then when it's gone you really miss it and of course right at that moment there's a shot of Joey walking through the room (laughs) Jack's kind of like Ooh, Dawson, I think you do understand this. Yeah, yeah. but you seem to know that, too. (laughs) I mean, it's weird, but also, like, aw, they're friends. Like, that's how I felt about this scene. I was like... Totally. And And it's... Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I like them hanging out, but, like, it's just weird the way that it's, like, everything... Like, the only way that Dawson can relate to his friends is if it's about Joey. Yeah. (laughs) You know? It's like... You would think that like you, he could relate to be like, yeah, I mean, I used to be this film nerd and then I took all the posters off and I kind of missed that, like that person that I was, that was so like singularly focused with film. Like he could have another way to relate to this that actually would be like a little bit more beneficial in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And like, and like Dawson has this thing that he's kind of holding too, that he's not about Joey, about film school. Exactly. He's like could be sharing with Jack in the same way that, you know, Joey kind of has been trying to share with Pacey. I mean, unsuccessfully at this point, but you know, exactly. No, I totally agree. And like you, it just like, it would be like, you know, Joey and Dawson have a really weird codependent relationship because like, it's hard to see Dawson mourning the end of his relate, the breakup of his relationship at this point, 18 months after they broke up. (laughs) yes i agree with you i agree with you um it is you're right um i mean i think i think it plays into you know some of the discussion that we are alluding to the fact that we are going to have later of like um of his sort of like claim over joey and particularly her virginity but sort of like exactly that he's lost her yeah. It doesn't matter that they weren't dating at the end of season three. It's like he 
because the whole of season three, (laughs) the whole of season three. And in fact, many times told her he did not want to date her in season Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. Um, But like that basically, um, you know, that that even if they were together, she was always his. And now she's not his. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that'll never not be gross. Um, Yeah. And it's just like, it's a disservice to the character of Dawson because he can relate over, like he could connect with Jack in that scene over like his actual anxieties that he is having about college (laughs) or about his senior year or about what comes next, you know? Totally, totally. Well, totally. And like, if you're a person who thought you wanted to go to film school and now you're like, I'm not so sure, like that's like, you're like, okay, so do I apply to the film schools just right. in case and, like, also yeah. apply to these other places? Like, who the fuck knows? Or, to be honest, what it seems like is he's facing the reality of, like, what actually film school means. It means going all the way across the country to mm-hmm. L.A. where, like, he doesn't know anyone, where he, like, he's pretty close with his family. He'd be super far away from his family, yeah. all of his friends, you know. Um, he's only this year, this past summer, learned how to make new friends. So, like, he doesn't know if that will translate into into a college environment, you know, so that would be really scary too. So that yeah. all these anxieties, you wish you could actually be talking about that instead of him being like, I do know because like, yeah, yeah. I miss Joey now that she's not mine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So speaking of Joey, she walks into the room where Pacey and Drew are now playing strip poker with <laughs> a bunch of girls. And, and Joey's, Joey's like fucking pissed rightfully strip poker. Excuse me. What's the fuck's happening here? (laughs) And Pacey's like, no, no, like it was normal poker. This just happened. Like nothing. No one's taken anything off. That's like really wild. And it's like, so what? You should have left when it turned into strip poker. Like, (laughs) well, because he was like, I was kicking Drew's ass, and then Drew like changed the stakes on me. But yes, you're right. Um, Also, I don't really care. Like, play strip poker. Who gives a shit? But like, well, I don't care, but Joey does. Right, I know, I know. And then drunk Joey, so she, he's like, whatever, we can go. Like, I'm not really into this. And drunk Joey, my queen, is like, <laughs> why would we leave? There's a half-naked chick in the room. And I'm like, Joey, I know you want that too. <laughs> I know. And she like turns a chair around and sits on it backwards. <laughs> yeah the ac slater move yeah and like she's like she's like so it's all good clean fun and like paisley's like yeah yeah like good clean american guy fun and joey's like deal me in (laughs) (laughs) and then is like what does a girl have to take off in order to play this game i'm just like joey is the chaos agent somehow drew has thrown this non-birthday party for jen and joey's the chaos agent of this episode (laughs) (laughs) which is why i love it so much (laughs) it's so good it's so good and so authentic god totally oh my god such a good drunk person (laughs) how does katie holmes play drunk this well like she should get an award for that this is very good phenomenal it is and i'm like uh, i mean who hasn't dealt with this person i know what's because i've been this person absolutely you have (laughs) and Pacey Pacey is like I think at this point like realizes how drunk she is like oh shit okay well we gotta go we gotta get her out of here like this is gonna turn horribly and she like when he's like okay we're done we gotta go she like smacks her lips at him I know (laughs) 
it's so amazing. She's just like, what's she doing? She's like, I don't know. But it's so perfect. I, it really is for a drunk person of like, he knows what this means. Everyone's like, what does that mean? What's going on? What's she doing? So, I'm a little bit crying. <laughs> so Paisley's like, okay, like stand oh, up. Shit, like, stand up. We go. gotta get out of here. Yeah. Not have one more sip of that juice. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, why would I? As she stands up, she's yeah. Like, why would I stand up? And then he's like, well, you're mi- forcing me to make the ultimate guy maneuver. And he like puts her in a fireman's hold and carries her out of the party. Yeah. And what did you think of this? Because you hated okay. when Dawson did that to Jen. Does this feel, how does this yeah. relate? Yeah. So I have seen the commentary of people that really hate this. And like <laughs> the first time I saw that, like I was like taken aback. I was like, my perfect Pacey is doing yeah. something wrong. No, totally. Yeah. But then, I, then I was like, okay, Julia, think about this. Like, you know, you can't think about this as like your 17 year old self or however the fuck uh-huh. old I was 16. And like, you know, I, <sighs> I'm not sold that it's terrible. Uh-huh. Like Joey's pretty clearly extremely drunk. Um, I feel like both of the situations are similar insofar as they both girls needed to be removed from that situation. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if I like, I just don't necessarily like the physically like rem- picking someone up and carrying them. I don't think that'll ever, I and, don't know if I'd ever think that'd be acceptable. And I think the difference is, is that we had to follow Dawson carrying Jen all the way out of the house. And like, my thing is like, if he had picked her up, taken her out into the hallway and been like, what the fuck is going on? I I probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. have had the same reaction, but like, but like the way that they filmed it, that we had to watch him and she's like, put me down, put me down, put me down. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. And, and like that part of it is the part that I didn't like. I agree with you that both of these situations, like this person needs to be removed from the situation. Joey's going to go to school on Monday. And like, this is what everyone will be talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Like no doubt. Yeah. You're kind of like, I don't know. You could have just like grabbed her hand and like kind of, you know, hold her. Yeah. (laughs) And I agree with you. Like out the door, like, let's get out of here. You know, Um, but we don't see that. Like, we don't see if he like put her down as soon as they got out of the house and like, or out the door. And it was like, okay, come on, let's go. Um, you know, so so I it's hard like to compare the two in a way. I don't love that he picks her up. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't love it. Yeah, I, but I'm also like, you know, <laughs> I get where Pacey's coming from, where he's like, okay, you're drunk as shit. Yeah, and, like we are in high school, and like I have to get you home. Yeah. Um, and so like you need to be removed from this party. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like. I do get that. I get that that's where he's coming from, you know? Right. Um, and, I mean, you know, I, my, I do want to say that I think that's where Dawson was coming from, too. Abs- but yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think there was like a bit, I and mean, we talked about this in that episode, a bit of a like savior complex thing where he was like, I'm saving you from yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. not that she didn't need to be like removed from the situation, mm-hmm. you know, she, but also like um the savior complex part of it like i don't think pacey's like got a savior complex i think he's like this is yonder. gonna make my life hell <laughs> like, if i have oh, to shit. bring you home 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, this is problem for you and for me and like you know and yeah and you kind of just because we know that Pacey and Joey kind of know each other better like that like Joey is gonna be grateful or appreciate maybe not grateful but appreciative of this action versus we didn't really get that vibe from Jen um yeah and I mean my note was just he picks her up and she yells at him to put her down and he doesn't and I don't love that yeah that's my I mean that's my exactly yeah and of course Dawson sees it Dawson sees it yeah 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 so we get (laughs) another 16 candles moment this is pretty iconic (laughs) where Jen and Drew are sitting on a table with a a cake and candles are there Mm -hmm. and uh Drew wants to give Jen a gift and Jen Mm -hmm. thanks him for the party she's like this actually wasn't bad like thank you you know yeah and she's like, I also want to tell you that, like, I know about your parents, like Joey told yeah. me, and that I'm I'm sorry for judging you. That kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. And she's like, you know, I assumed everything would be the same. And he's like, oh, you know, it's okay. And, like, gives her this present. And, of course, it's two tabs of ecstasy. Yeah. And she's like. And she's just like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you haven't changed at all like but I have like this isn't my vibe and he's like I I don't believe you yeah it seems like you're protesting too much and Jen's like no like I grew up I accepted responsibility and I realized that die young and leave a good looking looking corpse is not all it's cracked up to be which is like (laughs) pretty adult I know like damn Jen (laughs) yeah and you just see like oh just the difficulty she's having of trying to like like redefine herself you Uh know like it's so sad like every way that you cut it someone's just trying to identify her from like this really like terrible like past that she had and it's fucking dark yeah and like she's just like i don't want your present and then he's like great so you won't mind if i just leave it here and he walks away yeah so he's like you know he's tempting her he thinks he knows that she's you know not telling it doesn't the truth. i guess i just have a different relationship with drugs because i don't think that that matters like <laughs> just i don't know like it's just like okay so even if she does at some point have like two pills of ecstasy and like decides to like go lay on a blanket with her and jack and take them doesn't mean that she's like the same person no, no, no. I agree with you. But like she's made it very clear that she doesn't want them. And then he's like, oh, I guess we're going to test that theory. And it's yeah. like, that's the part that I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah, no, Drew's being fucked up. And I, I think yeah. there's this narrative on the whole is fucked up because it's yeah. like she as she's developed a better relationship with sex. She could also develop a better relationship with drugs. Like, you know, so like totally. that is also part of growing up, too, you know, but totally. But I'm a hippie, so. <laughs> uh, indeed. Um, but so, so then we go to the McPhee's and like, you know, Andy's like, oh, just wanted to make sure you got home. Okay, Jack. And like, you know. <laughs> and he's still annoyed. He's yeah. like, yep, I just hitchhiked with my good arm, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm, I'm trying to apologize. And he's like, I didn't hear one. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like and says she, that she's she sorry yeah does. she's like i'm sorry for like not being understanding about about football and what it meant to you and about like you know what you're doing with your college mm-hmm. you know um strategy 
And he's like, go on. And she's like, really? You're going to make me scramble more? Like, (laughs) you know? And And then she kind of just, she gets real. And it's so like this really good, like authentic, honest, like like, so mature, like um, take on what's happening. Yeah. And she's like, like, I'm, it's not that I'm like, I'm not only obsessed with the future. Like I also am am nervous about the present and like in a year like everything will change like and everything that's coming my way next year will be completely different I'll have a different house I'll have a different meal plan I'll Mm -hmm. I'll, like be in a different school like it's I just need to like worry about like the things I have control over yeah she's what you're doing as a result of that yeah yeah she's like you know in times of uncertainty I look for things to fix and so, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I was doing. And Jack's like, you can't fix me. Like, yeah. and you can't control where you're going to go. There's, like, all these things you can't control. And, like, you know, you need to just, like, sit with that. Yeah, you um, need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Jack's a good brother. Mm-hmm. And then we learn a little something. No, he something totally ab- gets it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we learn a little something about the McPhee's. Which is that, um, (laughs) which is that uh, Jack tried to start kindergarten without Andy. Mm -hmm. So apparently he's the older brother. And she's like, but I'm the more responsible one. So like, I'm definitely the older sibling in this relationship. (laughs) So they're Irish twins, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess that's what we're supposed to take away. Although it still doesn't seem clear, like whether like whether or not they're real twins, to be honest. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I guess in my mind they're Irish twins, but they I think might that be that's what we're twins. supposed to think. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, yes, I, I definitely think that's what we're supposed to think. But it's still yeah. like it's not it's it's still not explicit what the deal is with the McPhees. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, so then here we are at this scene that I love. Um Outside of the Potter B and B, yeah, we're getting out of the Witter Wagoneer. I do want to say we mm. saw Pacey drink. Okay, and he drove, yeah, them home. Yeah, uh, we did see him take a, a drink, yes, and then mm-hmm. he drove them home. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, I agree, but uh, yeah, but I, I don't anyways, yeah, <laughs> he's. Um, dropping joey off and at the potter b&b and yeah. she just is like hanging out of <laughs> she's like i can't walk, I can't walk. <laughs> and he's like i had to carry you out of that party but now you can't walk yeah. <laughs> she's like, and she's like it's a woman's prerogative to change my mind like yeah. you know <laughs> and he's like but you're one of the guys tonight and like guys walk and he gives her this like mini lecture about how bad she's gonna feel tomorrow <laughs> like yeah. like you're gonna feel bad tomorrow which is true oh particularly yeah. with punch oof, oof. Ooh, that you're gonna have sugar. a real headache <laughs> and, and like she, he's like and you're not gonna be any closer to dealing with this college thing yeah like, <laughs> not Joey, gonna, this is gonna make you feel better like come yeah. on and Joey just so drunk goes I've been doing some thinking <laughs> <laughs> and he's like perfect <laughs> that's what i need Great. right now <laughs> Great. And, and she's, she's like, like 
Yeah. Maybe I don't want to go to an Ivy League. Maybe I just want to stay here. I mean, look around. It's pretty beautiful here. Yeah. And he's just like, what? Like, you're just what? Going to stay here and be a waitress all your life? Like, you're not making sense. Yeah. like That's not what you about? want. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, what if I just want to stay and be with you? Yeah. And he's like, wait, do you think- don't you remember? Huh. Do you think that's like PTSD from Dawson, who's like always asking her or making her stay places? Like that she's that's like, what I think. yeah, because what happens is she, Pacey's like, don't you remember? You have to ask me to stay. <laughs> yes, I'm not staying here. That's not part of my plan. Like unless yeah. you ask me to stay. Yeah, because he, so, he's like, I plan to be wherever you are. Like, yeah. so staying here is not really going to work. Um, yeah. And she's like so happy about that. Like, she's like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he sort of starts helping her to the house. And she's like, I, I don't think it's about Dawson. I think it's the narrative that has been told to her. Like, the only way she's going to get out is if she gets good grades. Yeah. And like what we've se- and I, I think that's obviously the common narrative. But what we've seen, like, is that they did get out. You just right. get out, you know, right. and like, I'm not saying that it's like easy or like <laughs> smooth or by any means, but it you can just get out, you know? Yeah. You can just leave. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you can. And that's obviously something Pacey realized over the summer is like, oh, right. I could just leave. Like I could do it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like, <laughs> then Joey's like, I know that it was stupid to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and like she's like yeah it was <laughs> not gonna solve your problems in one night of drinking come on right. and like that like we we do have this like rift where you're destined for academic glory and i am circling the drain and like yeah. this is a problem that we have yeah. and like alcohol is not gonna solve that <laughs> <laughs> he's like i he's like i thought you would know that i'd hate to think that i'd fallen in love with a moron <laughs> yeah well and he's like alcohol doesn't really solve problems and i was like true but sometimes it makes you forget them for a little bit and that's nice sometimes just totally saying. just saying or like i i'm not gonna like really say this is true but like obviously like they were able to like like she was in a position to be more honest because she yeah. usually leads into lying yeah. now, you know it's complicated i'm not trying to advocate for drinking but i think that there is <laughs> no. like an element of like <laughs> of honesty that is coming from drunk joey you know what i mean absolutely absolutely and yeah pacey's like you know i don't want to think i fell in love with a moron and then she's like put like turns she- around and like puts her arms around him and is like <laughs> so Oh, so you love me? <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, not right now, but yeah. yes. Yeah, yes. he's like, now you're just the drunk girl. I got to get, get into this fucking inn past paying customers. <laughs> but like normally, yeah, I'm in love with you. And she's like, so smiley and cute. And like, she like kisses him. And she, she asks that him. She's she like, looks can up I at kiss him. you? She, yeah. yeah. 
And he's like, I'm not carrying you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like, she pouts at him. Uh, and he's he like, does all of the moves. She yeah. pouts, she looks at him. She like bats her eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> she also gives the greatest drunk face. Like all of this with great drunk face. Like just. Oh, so I mean, perfect. God, so give her perfect. an award for that, man. Um, <laughs> and like finally Pacey gives in. He's like, fine, I'll carry you halfway. <laughs> yeah but my back's hurting i'm not gonna do it the whole way and then he, he picks her up and he does he like carries her the whole so way. cute i just so love cute. it i love it yeah they're just uh, you see There's, that connection yeah you know what i mean yeah and you see they're like okay we do have a real problem like neither of them is really like shying away from the fact that they do have a real problem exactly um, yeah. but like also communicate about and like that's really hard you know given their age and you know totally. where they're at and everything but it, it's so cute well and also like there's this part of me that looks at it and is like you know um she like he is like not about to engage with her on any kind of deep level because he's like you're shit-faced yeah, yeah, we're not gonna like, have a conversation you're not gonna remember. Exactly. You know? Like, okay, we can like get to a point where we're like, okay, maybe tomorrow we pick up this conversation, like after you've had a stack of pancakes and like yes. some fucking Advil. Um, but like yeah. but like, you know, uh we're not gonna like actually have the conversation right now, but just so you know, like we know we have to have it. Um, so I just like that. I think it's you know, it shows like a real deep um sense of like kind of knowing and trust so yeah yeah definitely yeah oh, they're so cute they're so cute i know so then we go to another scene that i fucking love <laughs> yeah love so dawson walks into larry's fresh fish mm-hmm. and he's like oh gretchen sorry i thought you were my mom <laughs> <laughs> what every girl wants he to hear he was going to look for his mom to talk to her <laughs> about joey about the party and joey lol okay (laughs) but you can also tell that he's like dawson's not doing great like he's bummed he's got bummed out face on and gretchen's like she's like cleaning up the bar and she puts a glass on the the bar and dawson's like and you know i don't really want to drink tonight (laughs) gretchen's like i was not gonna serve your you serve your my boss's minor son okay no on my no. first day of work yeah no, that's no, no. not that's not what's gonna happen no <laughs> she's gonna but she's goes for every quarter i bounce in the glass you're gonna tell me one thing that's bothering you and of course gretchen being the fucking badass that she is is great at quarters <laughs> yeah so awesome flawless <laughs> in fact and so she bounces one in and he's like stunned he's like whoa okay yeah and she's like He's like, you know, earlier this evening, my mom accused me of wanting to run away. And I'm just not sure if, if that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Gretchen's she, like, like, you know, bounces, bounces another the- quarter. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, um, I like I've seen things that do make me want to run away. <laughs> but like, and, and then she's like she's all like what? And he's like, don't make me talk about this yeah and like in that moment like i was like oh i i'm like i see dawson like yeah he doesn't know how to talk about the feelings feelings. yeah yeah 
Yeah. And then when asked about it, he's like used to, I don't know. It's like in a way in which people coddle him where he's like, no, I know me. Don't make me talk about this. Mm -hmm. And then people listen to him, you know, for better or worse. And like that just becomes like the problem compounds, you know? Yeah. And she's, she says like, this is more therapeutic than drinking. And I wanted to say like, you know, normally we're kind of on the fence about Vanderbeek's acting, but mm-hmm. like he's really good in this scene because he's not full of anger. I like, know. You see how much he's hurting about this. And like, and like going back to what you were saying in se- the end of season three, like if we had seen that, like mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't. All we saw was anger and that facade never crumbled even a little bit to show us like the real true pain. Yeah. Except for maybe the the cry, <laughs> the, <laughs> which like it's a little hard to take seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's interesting because I just think he has such good chemistry with Sasha, Sasha Alexander, I agree. and much similar to um, you know Nikki. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And like Bianca Lawson, and like. Yeah, you just and even with obviously Michelle Williams, like he's able to open up in these different ways that it just like you can he can bounce off better with these actresses. And yeah, I don't we don't always get that from him and Katie Holmes. You yeah, know? I agree. I agree. Totally. Um, and, you know, Dawson says this thing. She says he says, um, I've seen how much she loves him. I've seen it in her face. I've seen them hold hands. I've seen them kiss. And tonight I saw them fight, which is something I've basically seen them do every day of my life since the first grade. And Gretchen knowingly is like, but not like this. Mm-hmm. And she, Dawson's like, it was worse than the kissing. Mm-hmm. And I just like love that. I know. I love that idea that like the thing that truly hurts is watching them fight with each other because they are so good at it. Yeah. And they clearly love each other so much. Unlike Dawson and Joey's fights where I feel like it was angry and yeah. And there was always the threat of like, this is going to end our, our, not just our relationship, but our friendship, like this fight. Well, even Uh, Joey says it in this episode. She's like, I just said that to fuck with you. Like, you know, like you they they were so um, cutting and mean to each other just to be mean, you know, Um, and you he he sees how she she fights differently with someone she like loves, you know? Yeah, totally. And and Gretchen then (laughs) I love this. I love what Gretchen tells him. She tells him so about cute. the one one film class she took in college. Mm-hmm. And she's like... And she's like, you want to know what I learned? And then Dawson's like, that college is a complete waste of time. <laughs> Dawson's, Dawson's really on one with this. I know. <laughs> and she's like, no. Like the professor said, like the most bogus line in like film history is there's no place like home. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny because like, Dawson's like, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, we know Dawson. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks. Sir. Thank you. Yeah. And and Gretchen says it's because it this line doesn't resonate with the rest of the story. Like, home is in black and white. It's this gray dust bowl of a place. And Oz is in Technicolor. And, like, it's got its where, problems. Yeah, but, but it's where you meet, like, a Tin Man and a Scarecrow. And it's just, like... It's just so much more dynamic. 
Right. And you meet and fr- make friends with people you never knew existed when you were growing up and you help each other realize that all the things you want to be, you already are. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I do love that sentiment. I also think it's very true that that's like the Wizard of Oz <laughs> is like a good analysis of the yeah, movie. That is a good sure. analysis of the Wizard of Oz as well. But like, you know, I think it's true. And I think that Dawson really, um, he needs to hear that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Um, and Dawson's like, you know, oh, Gretchen adds that like, it's fun too to be in film class. And like Dawson says, if it's so fun, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> the no, we're still do we're still working out that backstory. So we're yeah. gonna add mystery and, yeah. and she she won't answer. She's like, Yeah, oh no. I didn't say you could ask questions right now. And he's like, well, let me try to put a quarter in there. And she's like, well, you have to have your own quarter. I worked hard my ass off for these. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not going to give me a quarter. (laughs) Yeah. They're kind of like flirty and a little fun. Like they have this like little back and forth and like, and then we fade to black on Dawson and Gretchen in this bar. And I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like I just think I think this episode has like almost everything that we want, right? Like Yeah. It's got the friendships that we we're always looking for. It's got the the Jack and Andy like, like Yeah, and it's like a real like take on the emotions of senior year and like all of the characters open up in these ways that like feel authentic but also you like we don't always see it like that. We don't see them talking about their feelings and like, you know, getting these, these takes on the inner working of them. Mm. And so I always like that obviously because yeah. it, it just adds these layers to the character. And so there's less assumptions to be made. They're more like, it's more like outright on the table of like, this is how they're feeling. This is how they're feeling and all that stuff. And that is good for like the episodes moving forward, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So who are you rooting for? Um, I am rooting for Pacey and Joey to get their shit together. Yeah, <laughs> like, to work on their... Yeah, keep communicating about this yeah. like, really big problem that is looming. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm rooting for Jen to just mm-hmm. like continue to be herself and her, you know, who she wants, wants to be. Wants to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Jack and Andy. I mean, like... I, I I feel Andy in so many ways like it is so hard and you are like oh my god like it's it's the uncertainty is like that's fucking real I mean totally yeah it is very anxiety inducing and I and I also like feel Jack where it's like you know this thing that I loved like I can't do now and like what the fuck does that mean for my senior year yeah like I'm just kind of rooting for all of them and I'm also rooting for like Gretchen and Dawson and this kind of friendship and the fact that like he feels okay with like opening up to her a little bit in a way that like it feels like he I mean he's kind of opened up to Jen like that previously Mm -hmm. but like yeah we rarely see it and like yeah you you get the vibe that Dawson like Joey can be like this too where like they want people that have known them for a long time like they need that like security in order to be like okay, you'll understand this because Gretchen knows Pacey too. She knows everything. She knows like she's seen our friendship the whole time. So like there, I, I don't have to explain it. And like, I think that that is something that 
you think when you're younger and as you grow, you're like, well, people can just understand old friendships. They don't need to have seen it, <laughs> you, you know, but totally. that's what Dawson needs at this moment. Totally. Mm-hmm. And totally. I- and I think like, yeah. And I, and I also think like people like Jen could really, um, give Dawson great advice on this, but you know, so it, good it is, Jack, like obviously Jack, yeah. they could have had like a more a conversation, you know, and that, yeah. in that scene, but yeah, like, you know, whatever, as long as he's having it with someone, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Same. same. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So for our listener corner, yeah. this is part of my DNI initiative from okay. Michael. Yeah. Okay. In addition to being the greatest love story ever told, season three, as you observed a few episodes back, is one of the greatest slow burn arcs in television, Mm. rivaled perhaps only by season one of Veronica Mars. Can you really trace, you can really trace the story arc back to Joey and Pacey sitting on the dock at the end of episode one. But as you've noted, the love story really gets going around Florida Tango, episode nine of 23, or at the latest, A Weekend in the Country, episode 12 of 23. I'm curious whether you think this kind of slow burn storytelling is still possible in an era in which most television seasons are compressed in terms of episodes to 10 or fewer for the most part, and in the time in which these episodes are delivered, all at once at or at most over 10 or so consecutive weeks. If so, can you think of any recent examples? If not, do you think we've lost something in the way television stories are told? Interesting. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is obviously what we were talking about last season. And like, I don't want to be like an old person to be like kids these days. They won't, (laughs) they don't know. But sometimes I do feel that way, you know, like I don't really like binging. I really liked, I really like this show called The Expanse and it used to be on sci-fi. So you'd watch it week to week. And then after three seasons, it got canceled on sci-fi, but they, the, I don't know if Bezos or the like, the head of um, of content for Amazon was like a fan, but one of them were, and they picked it up and they, we, there's a season four, but it was um, released, you know, to binge. Yeah. And I just like, I love the show, but I, it wasn't the same the week to week. I just like that more because you can meditate on it. You can think about it. You could like maybe watch it again. And like, y- you have to have real self-control if they release it all in a chunk to do right. that. <laughs> and I don't have that. <laughs> Yeah, And so you, you don't get the same experience, you know? Um, and so it's hard to say what's better. I'll say my personal opinion is these like kind of longer stories with these slower burns. Even I don't, that's why I don't really like binging because it's all the shit happens in the last couple of episodes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a little bit of a different take on that. I love a binge watch. Um, I Mm. really, really do. Um, and I think that, I think that, however, <laughs> I think that, yeah, the, the way those stories are written are, are out of necessity have to be much different. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, I don't know. I was, I was like racking my brain on what I've watched. That's like made for binge watching mm-hmm. that has a slow burn. Um, and I, I don't know that I have one. Um, 
I think that it's possible to do with the shorter seasons, most definitely. Yeah. Like, I don't think it has to do with season length. I think it has to do with how you set it up. Um, I I know I've talked about um, I I've talked about uh, uh Winona Earp as one of my mm-hmm. favorite shows. And there is a little bit of a slow burn in season one um, when Nicole and Waverly, um, a.k.a. Way Hot, uh, get back to get together. Um, and oh, sorry, kind of a spoiler. Mm, no. <laughs> um, but like, uh, but I think that like, I think that for binging. Yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder if it's possible for the shows that do drop a season at a time. Um, I think that's harder because they know you're going to watch it all at once. And so there's a way in which it's layered um, Mm -hmm. differently. And I think what's, I think what's so fascinating is like a lot of the shows, I mean, I like that you bring up Veronica Mars. That's one of my all time favorite shows. Um, But like, you know, around the same time it was like Arrested Development and like all and Veronica Mars, but all those shows that like, (sighs) It was kind of when DVD, like TV on DVD first started, where they expected that you were probably going to buy the DVD and go back and like, go back. find mm-hmm. those gems. So it was like still written for week to week, but with the idea that like our our viewers are really smart and they're going to mm-hmm. like, they're going to watch every single episode. Because I think the difference too with a, a show, I've been thinking a lot about a show like Dawson's Creek. Um. If you missed an episode, yeah. And and it was easier to miss an episode because yeah. like you had to either be home or be with your friend or you had to have an a, a device, a VHS device mm-hmm. that could record and was on a timer and like those things always got fucked up and like oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so so like so the story just had to be slower because if you missed an episode, you couldn't come back and be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had to yeah. be able to pick it up even if you had missed an episode or two. Um, and so for that, like, I just, I, I honestly don't think that you could ever make, it could ever be the same mm-hmm. as doing week to week like that. Um, Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I feel like it. I think like the hundred does, which is a more recent show, but it was, it is a week it's to a week. week, to week. It, yeah. But they did have a few slow burn relationships. Um, I really like that show. I think the storytelling in that show is really good. Um, yeah. so that is a good one. I also, one thing I like about that show is that they didn't really give in to the fans who like shipped the main characters <laughs> and like, yeah. they they really wanted like the fans really wanted the two main characters to be romantically involved and that never happens in the series and I, I kind of liked that because I didn't feel like it I, I'm just like a maybe I'm not like one of the r- true fans I guess because like I don't see it I don't see it I don't yeah. see a romantic connection you know yeah um but uh yeah and I, I mean, I think like, you know, like Grey's Anatomy has done great slow burns over the years mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those, I mean, those ones that are still week to week, mm-hmm. they, they do, they can do it and do yeah, often. Um, but I, I agree that the ones that dump a, a whole season at once, like, I, I'm not sure that it is possible. I mean, yeah. maybe, um, maybe it is, uh, but. Because 
I guess it's just the anticipation of like yeah. the whole like you're for months of like, oh, my God, is it going to yeah. happen? Is it yeah. going to happen? And you can't have anticipation in a show you could watch over a weekend, you know? Yeah. In the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah, it just functions differently. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think there's a way in which you can kind of like move two people towards each other, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and that can be done over a, a number of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's I think it's harder when you know that people are going to be doing it all at once and there are times when i feel like you know relationships feel too fast yeah because like because like there isn't that week to week yeah anticipation you know yeah and you're Um, you're you're like it's harder to be like completely connected and invested you know in the same way of the the week to week storytelling yeah Uh, agreed so I do think we've lost something personally. I think yeah. we've lost something in the way television stories are told. Definitely. Um, Me too. Me too. And know. I think, yeah. And I think like, I mean, I will say, but so I, not to I say just, that we, I guess I just mean like, like I'm saying as like an older generation, I do think we've lost something, but that's not to say we haven't gained something. Yeah. I Cause I, you know what I mean? I was going to say, so one of the shows I just watched, um, is halt and catch fire, uh, mm, yeah. which is like, um, so, you know, I don't know if I said this on this podcast that Aaron made me watch um, Terminator Dark Fate. Um, yeah, <laughs> because so good. It's great. It's, so good. it's great. And then I was like, <laughs> m- my love for Mackenzie Davis now knows no bounds. So I was like, let me watch everything <laughs> she's ever been in, um, including Halt and Catch Fire. Um, and that show, it, it did air week to week, though I binge watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show built... I mean, this, the last two seasons of that show are stunning, stunningly good. I ca- honestly cannot believe how good they are. And, but they don't work without the first two seasons. And like, mm. and like the way that they build into the second two seasons is not all romantic. A lot of it is friendship. Um, yeah. Though, if anyone wants to discuss Cameron and Donna, as the queer couple we didn't get but definitely needed um come to me (laughs) i will talk about it all day um and but like that show did pacing uh, i mean in a way that i honestly can't believe um and i can't imagine what it was like watching it week to week but it worked stunningly well on streaming and on binge Hmm. on just binge watching it so hmm cool yeah, I, I'll need to watch that one. Yeah, I it's great. It. Lee Pace, if you're pushing Daisy's yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's dreamy. <laughs> oh boy, is he. <laughs> okay, and so we have, I'm letting you know, we have gotten some, quote, Team Dawson um, emails that I'm compiling um, okay. that we're going to string out. But this is a follow-up from friend of the pod, Jay. So I want to bring this on the pod. Okay. So they said, I also want to remind you of something from our interview. You said you never could really understand what Dawson was thinking. And I said that I always can, and I'm always happy to share my insights. Case in point, I disagree with your assertion that Dawson's desire is awoken by jealousy. I think it's awoken by fear, fear Hmm. of losing Joey in particular. From the moment Jen lets the cat out of the bag and perhaps a little bit before, he knows he's lost her and is in a deep state of denial. And while he does project anger and arrogance, this is a total facade. In reality, he is acting out of fear and insecurity. 
When he and Pacey argue about their respective histories with Joey, on some level, he knows Pacey is right, but can't accept it and is massively overcompensating. This isn't jealousy. It's fear. Jay, I really like that. And and I, yeah, um, honestly, when I'm watching it, I on, I I often think about our interview that we did because, like, you gave so many insights to, mm-hmm. you know, to Dawson. Um, so please, like, anytime you... <laughs> want to please email us because we love hearing from you about that Mm -hmm. um and I do I think that's really good I mean I think again like like I said earlier in the episode the just the acting like I I just wish that we could have seen it more but I I don't think that that's an incorrect assessment I mean that seems totally true yeah so that has been something that other listeners have brought up is like um Dawson's insecurity Yeah. And I do think that this is like an interesting thing to think about because we know Pacey's insecurities because we've um, been culturally taught like, oh, well, he's poor. And so we know those insecurities and we, you know, he's been, Mm -hmm. you know, trapped down by the man. So we have a better understanding of them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just we have a problem in society in the way in which we like raise and parent um, young boys. And, uh, and I think that there is a way in which I don't always see Dawson's insecurities, even though all kids are insecure, Sure, <laughs> you know, and I think a lot of it goes back to what I'm constantly saying is I don't really see Dawson express his, his feelings. And I, I do think that is an accurate um, way in which boys are socialized, yes. you know? Um, and that's horrible, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and so when I do like in this episode, when he like kind of just gets real and he's like, I don't, please don't make me say it. And Gretchen's like, you're going to say it, you know? And he does, you like really, I felt like I really connected with Dawson and I was like, okay, like I, I really like this assessment that he's having and this like, real like vulnerability he's showing. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I feel so much more deeply for him in that in that end of this episode than like, mm-hmm. you know, like I was saying, I mean, I just uh, being able to see that moment. I'm like, yeah. on, I'm here. I'm on your team. I'm on your side. I, you know, yeah. that's really <laughs> that sucks. I know, yeah. you know we all know we've all been in those situations where we know how much it hurts to see the person that mm-hmm. you, you know, even if you're not in love with them, the person that you really love and had this deep mm-hmm. connection with, like have a deep connection with someone else. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah, feel it's hard. Good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. And you could be happy for them and be like, okay, I'm glad you're like moved on and have, you know, whatever. And also yeah. be like, but that fucking hurts, man. Yeah. You Ouch. can have like multitude <laughs> of feelings about it, you know, good and bad, you People know, are complex. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda... I think one of the problems I have about Josh, Dawson and it's just the the writing is that we always see these moments of vulnerability that Dawson has that without like not to his friends you know yeah, like agree. we see it with Nikki we see him with Gretchen in this and we very rarely see like authentic vulnerability with who the people he describes as his best friends and like you know, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree and I think that's where we are kind of problems arise from um yeah. And I think that's why it's hard for us to really like feel sympathy sometimes is because it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you have all these people around you that love you and that like, 
stick around even when you do shitty things to them yeah and like and and yet you don't open up to them about these things you know and it's like every once in a while we get to see it with jen um but that's like about that seems like about it exactly yeah so So, i don't know it's just like a we need to find ways to create spaces for young boys to talk about their feelings yeah i agree i agree yeah um yeah so thank you jay for sharing and thank you michael for that question Um, yeah thank you both so much yeah we really appreciate it Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, We hope we made a safe space for you to just think about drunk Joey (laughs) 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 and the anxiety of Mm. senior year (laughs) instead of the anxiety of this year. (laughs) Of 2021. (laughs) This decade. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, we thank you so much for listening and yeah. thank you everyone for your emails. Um, keep them coming. Uh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yep. Defund the police. Yep. Yeah. Let's fucking get Ted Cruz out of there. And Josh Hawley. Yeah. Josh mm-hmm. Hawley. Fuck those motherfuckers. Mm. Um, Rand Paul. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> The deal is peaceful transfer of power equals you don't get, you know, prosecuted. (laughs) If you don't live up to your end of the deal, then there is no deal. That's how it (laughs) works. That's how the deal works. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Mm. Everyone wear your mask, wash your hands. Yep. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us anything you want, Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. We want to shout out a boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. You can buy our merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we'll have that new merch dropping in February. So (laughs) we're excited about that. Um, You can also order our book. I remember everything life lessons from Dawson's Creek available wherever you get your books. Let's highlight the lit bar in Queens, New York. Um, A great uh, uh, black Latino owned Latina owned um, bookstore really awesome place uh and you know we're thinking about the strikers the amazon strikers in queens yes. this week um who yes. won who got their uh raises so awesome um awesome. <laughs> yeah, they had a strike for a dollar but yes <laughs> yeah. celebrate those victories <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly um and uh so please like us subscribe write a review wherever it is you get your podcasts and thank you immensely to those of you who have we cannot thank you enough um really helps us when you do that you can find me online at pesty 1079 uh we would like to thank, as always, Andrew Bush, who we hope to see someday. Um, <laughs> none of us have been vaccinated yet, so not anytime yeah. soon, but <laughs> but we're we're hoping for it. Um, and uh, Rare Bird books can be found online at rarebirdlit.com and on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rare Bird production. I don't want to wait.